looking for the fruits of the Spirit. And those are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So these are the things that we look for to know that we are walking with the Spirit, that what we are doing is aligned with the will of God for us and for our families. This episode of Beyond Sunday is sponsored by the Pime Missionary Sponsorships at a Distance program. This school year, become a Pime sponsor to give the gift of an education to a student in an isolated mission country and break the cycle of poverty for a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or seminarian. See how you can support a student in need at pimeusa.org slash 52 sponsorships. Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm Rocky McCormick, your other co-host. Get your gardening gloves and baskets, but maybe not the fruitcake. And join us as we talk, laugh, and reflect on our experiences raising Catholic families and allowing God to transform our everyday lives. It is too early to talk about fruitcake. It is way too early to talk about fruitcake. Way too early to talk about fruitcake. But I just wanted it to be said that we don't necessarily want people to grab fruitcake. Unless you like fruitcake, then go ahead, but we'll have a different conversation another day. Do people really like fruitcake? Um, I think there are some that do. Where are these people? I don't know. No judgment. This is this is a no judgment zone. Okay. So no judgment. Just you know, we don't yuck someone else's yum. Carry on. Okay. Okay. Is that from Bluey? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so we'll we'll get to why we're talking about fruit in a minute. But mm-hmm. what do you have a favorite fruit, or maybe like what's the most exotic? I hate using that word because to the people that they're native to, they're not exotic at all. Yeah. Right. Like, what 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 favorite fruit? I don't really have a favorite. I do drink smoothies pretty regularly. Oh, okay. What's they your favorite? They make a good lunch. Sure. Um, I usually put some protein powder in there and then like mixed berries of whatever variety is in the freezer. Okay. And then always pineapple. Uh, so you are an always pineapple gal. Always pineapple. Interesting. Yes. Within my kids, there's one that really loves it, one that really doesn't, and one I'm not sure has an opinion hmm. one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say peaches are, are one of my favorites. Really? I like a good peach, but it's got to be like perfectly ripe. Fascinating. I was not prepared for that. What would you have thought my I favorite don't know. fruit was? I just thought you were going to go with some kind of berry. Oh. No, I I'm enjoy surprised. a good berry, hmm. but okay. I, peaches. Yeah, when I was little, it was mangoes. So I don't mind peaches, but I think something about them having fuzz oh. detracts me from eating them which more is, often. Which is funny because that actually attracts me to that a little more <laughs> than like the nectarine, which is you're smooth. Like, you're like, look at this cute little fruit. It, it has is. fuzz it's on like, it. I'm like, it's soft <laughs> and delicious. Soft and delicious, right? Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we have gone you guys, way it is off track. <laughs> I know. It we are. We have, you know, We've a month it. of school plus Ooh. in. We are. We are okay. losing it. Um, but anyway, why all the talk about fruit? Now yeah. I'm hungry and I want a smoothie. I'm go get a smoothie later. Um, yeah, what are we? Uh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so we're talking about the gospel for this weekend, where it says, "Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you, and given to a people that will produce its fruit." And that's taken from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter twenty-one, verse forty-three, which I did not have memorized, and so I read it off my screen. I was going to say that would be really impressive. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Sorry. So I thought we could talk about what does it mean to be fruitful as a family so that the kingdom of God does not get taken away from us. Ooh, yeah. It, it sounds kind of threatening, but it does. I, don't I don't mean think it that that's way. really no, no, the no, way no. it was No, not at all. Yeah. It, yeah. 
I don't mean it to be threatening <laughs> whatsoever, but I think it's like, how can we keep ourselves open to the graces of God? It's a good way of thinking about right? it. Right? Yeah. Like, it's all about grace. But this is not one of the readings for this weekend, but it is one of my favorite scriptures. And so it popped so to mind. you do have this one memorized. Sort of. Never the order. Okay. Never the order. But it's a reading. Oh, it is from this weekend. I'm sorry. I thought this wasn't in. It's the second reading for this weekend from Philippians. Um, and it seems to be following me. I even got to model and I use that word very loosely. It got to take a picture with me wearing a new t-shirt from Brickhouse in the City that has this verse. As, it's based on this verse. And I'm it's, sorry. I just got distracted that Rocky is a model. I'm not a model. I can't, <laughs> no. no, I can't no, get which that is, out of my Which head. is why okay. I said I use that very, very loosely. All right, carry on. Um, but it's uh, the whole, I think the whole scripture for the weekend is Philippians chapter four, verses six through nine. But I, in particular, like verse eight, which is finally beloved, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And I just think as we were talking about fruit, good fruit and rotten fruit, that those are kind of the characteristics of of how we might know that what our family is doing, where we are personally in our own spiritual journeys, where our children are, yeah, is bearing good fruit. Is it good? Is it honorable? Or how we make those decisions of what we're doing. I think that's a good, um, a good place to set the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Like kind of run it through this sifter or this filter and yeah. say like, what's sticking here versus what can go away? What What is not any of these things or is missing the mark. Yeah, or what is producing something that isn't good or pleasing or or excellent. Yeah. And we don't mean excellence as a measure of achievement. No. But really aligning ourselves with what is true, good, and beautiful. Yeah, you know, um, in my work, we um, we have these values, right, these core values. And one of them is excellence, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not the excellence you think of. It's excellence in proclaiming the gospel. Right. It's excellence in living out what we truly believe are we are we to the to the most detailed point we can get Mm -hmm. to are we exhibiting and living in a way that christ is to excel in virtue exactly exactly right Right. so when i was thinking about this i thought of father mike schmitz in his bible podcast what a gift what a gift (laughs) (laughs) she's got to quote him every time every time Anyway, so Father on. Mike talks in like one of the very first episodes of Bible in the Year when he talks mm-hmm. about our creation, the creation story. He talks about how man was made for love, sorry, for labor, leisure, and for love. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a really beautiful way to think about the these three areas of our lives where mm-hmm. we can really think about what does it mean to be fruitful in yeah. that particular way. So what does it mean to be fruitful in our labor? How can leisure be fruitful? Yep. And certainly what does it mean to be fruitful in our love and not just between a husband and wife, but right. how can all love be fruitful? Because that's what we're called to. Exactly. Exactly. All so right. that first one, like fruitful labor, I, I, I immediately go to the idea that, you know, work has dignity or we we were we, made for right. labor in some way and that's why we we can gain so much pleasure or sense of accomplishment or energy from doing work that's yeah. good that's why our kids like helping out around the house when they're well, little right they when they're super little when yeah. they're little yeah when they're little <laughs> well and you know just even this past labor day i was kind of reading some different reflections on 
labor with with the Christian worldview or Catholic worldview mm-hmm. and all of that. And something I'd never considered is that man labored before the fall. Yeah. So labor isn't a condition of the fall. It's not something we do because we live in a fallen world, but that we were created to be co-laborers with God Sure. in that vineyard. Sure. Sure. To use churchy terms. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I think for us now, that means that we work mm-hmm. with dignity. Mm-hmm. Right. If we if we ourselves employ other people, that we treat our employees with dignity, right. um, that we perform any work we do with integrity. Right. Any task sure. that we've been appointed, we 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 give it our best shot. Yeah. We do our best. We do it honestly. Um, we make sure that we give credit where credit is due. All of those things. And and if you don't work outside the home, this happens inside your house. Oh, 100 percent. Right? This isn't talking about employment work. This is right. Any this is any labor. Work. Right. Yes, absolutely. So, so does that mean that I have to, you know, wash the dishes a little better? Sadly, yes. Mm. Or at least try. Or maybe put away the laundry that's still in the dryer. Yeah. And not just leave it and pretend I didn't know it was there. Not just look at that wrapper on the floor for three weeks, wondering oh if someone's going to pick it up and put it in the garbage the can. The answer is no. So just pick it up and put it in the garbage can. <laughs> or the sock. It's always the, the sock. sock. We're back to the sock. I think I've mentioned that that's my least favorite part about going back to school is that the kids wear socks every day now. Because mm. in the summer, they just run around barefoot. That's what you were saying, yeah. It's so sad when now there's socks everywhere. Ours have been okay. They just never quite make it into the laundry basket. Like, it's always, like, six inches shy. No, and, like, it was just right, it's right there. It's no. not like it's in the other room. This is like I found a sock stuffed between couch cushions yesterday, bad. What? Like, they are just everywhere. It's just like, <laughs> I, I find them take under the couch. Off. I'll just leave it here. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'll be vacuuming and like want to get stuck up in the vacuum cleaner. I'm like, why? Why? Why is yeah. there a sock here? What's going on? So again, the other part of labor, and we'll get to this a little bit, that we labor with love as well. And that makes it fruitful because the work that we do, we're not doing just for the, the immediate result, but we labor for love of Jesus. And, and we've talked about this a little bit before, too, that we pick up the sock because we love Jesus, and we know that Jesus loves our children. <laughs> and those kids who left the sack laying on the floor, right. we love, we love them, too. them too. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so while we're teaching, it's okay for us to also just do the work out of love. Yes. Amen. Amen. So what does it mean to be fruitful in our leisure? So the thing that comes to mind is Psalm 23, because in it, he sa- it says, he restores my soul. And I always go back to this. I think leisure should be restorative, and that's the fruit. Hmm is restoring the soul, body, mind, soul, all of it. And so it's not doing nothing. It might be. It might be that that is exactly what your body and mind and soul need. But, but you could is, definitely do nothing and have it not be a fruitful absolutely. experience Absolutely. It leisure. could end up being really stressful because you've yes. done nothing and now you have all this stuff piled up that you needed to do. Yep. Um, or it was mindless and so it was numbing but not restoring. And, you know, we see this a lot with digital ad- addictions. Yeah. That you're constantly scrolling or you're watching pornography or you're watching YouTube ad nauseum and you're being entertained. Your mind is numb. It's not thinking or doing anything that needs to be done. But at the end of the day, you're also not restored. In fact, you're damaged. Yeah. I think this goes back to our episode about rest and right. how you can say you're resting mm-hmm. but not come back and feel rested right so this yes. is this is the kind of rest we're talking about this leisure that bears fruit and so i want to be very clear if sitting on your couch scrolling through social media leaves you feeling deflated uh inadequate yeah uh Anxious. frustrated angry like you want to rage comment on someone's political <laughs> post it's october come or on, even parenting posts oh gosh yeah. right like yeah 
that's not that's not rest. rest that's not fruitful leisure that's not rest but i will also say if scrolling through social media encourages you yes and it connects you with other people who are breathing life into you mm-hmm. if you feel restored and rested that's great yeah so there needs to be a discernment there about right. what are you allowing yourself to take in um and and i want to encourage you if you've never tried fruitful leisure away from technology yes. to definitely oh, absolutely. give it a try. A hundred percent. Because I think you would find it refreshing. Yeah. Maybe and a little anxious at first. At first. Because we all have, you know, emotional connections to our phones these days. I understand. Yeah. But if you give it a try, I promise you. <laughs> and we don't we're not talking for a full day. No. Just no. a few hours. Just, yes. Maybe even thirty minutes yes. to start. But I think that's that's just it, right? My doctor always tells me you're very sensitive in that I notice changes in my body. Mm-hmm. I, I notice when things don't feel right. Yeah. We don't always know why. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes it's in my head. Um, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Uh, but I think that we need to become sensitive to the movement of the spirit yes. and to the movement of our bodies and our minds and our souls to know what actually refreshes us. What does that feel like? What makes you happy, content? What makes you feel what were, what were we talking about? What, what is true? What is honorable? What makes you feel honored? What makes you feel joy? Mm-hmm. And so we need to be hypersensitive about those things that don't do that so that we can limit that during our leisure. Um, but it should be restorative. Yes. It should be restorative. Amen. And now we're going to talk about what it means to be fruitful in our love. And, and we I are do. not nope. talking about having babies. We are not. I mean, having I mean, babies is. is good. That is also fruitful. That is, is not the kind of fruitfulness that we are discussing yes. today. You can refer to our NFP Thank conversation you. from July. Yes, and we will not be inserting ourselves into that decision between you and your spouse nope. ever Mm-mm. at any given time. This is where we see what. What are we looking for? We here? are looking for the fruits of the spirit. There it I is. I kind of got ahead of myself with the last one, but that's even with your with your leisure. Looking for the fruits of the spirit. And those are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So these are the things that we look for to know that we are walking with the Spirit, that what we are doing is aligned with the will of God for us and for our families. Now, again, sometimes when we're getting to that stage, there's going to be some conflict and difficulty, which may not always breed joy. There may be some grumbling. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you love your family, but that doesn't mean that every moment with them is joyful and peaceful and filled with patience. No, oh my gosh. So (laughs) (laughs) I tell a little story about my, whenever I say my act of contrition, I always giggle at part of it because in my head, what I'm thinking is, you know, you get to the part where it says, and I will avoid whatever leads me to sin. Like, well, what if that's my family? Like, they just make me crazy. I'm sorry. I'm not coming out of my room today because you all lead me to sin. Right. You're going to have to find your own ride to school because this morning has not gone according to me uh, removing myself from near occasions of sin. So uh, I have a nice I going to say because the morning drop-off line. Oh, no, the drop-off line is fine. We're all good. <laughs> it's getting them in the car with all their stuff. No, no, no. But like as as I was giggling about this while I was, I was praying, um, the other thing that came to mind, too, is I am responsible for my own reactions. It is something that is broken in me that causes me to sin in those circumstances. And so, you know, we have to look at what God is rooting out of us in our reactions to those difficult situations that are not breeding love and joy and patience and kindness in us. Um, Kids will be kids. Your mm -hmm. spouse will be your spouse. People will people. So it's looking at how our hearts need to change. Yeah. And I also want to say, 
it's really helpful to start the day or look at the experience um, through the lens of I'm looking for the fruit. I oh, know yeah. it's here. Right. I might not have fully recognized it yet, but like, where is it? And mm-hmm. that's a little bit of theological reflection that can be hard at first if you've never done it before, but mm-hmm. it's a great way to end your day as part of your act of contrition to go back through the day and say, where are the fruits of my love today? Where are the fruits of my labor? Yeah. You know, and oh, say like, yeah. what what gift was was kind of uncovered as a result of me trying to be intentional in the way that I live today? But I think even as we're give, making our morning offering, right? Like as we're starting our morning, we we find what we seek. Yeah. Right? So seek and you will find. Are we looking for a fight? Are we looking to be annoyed? Ooh, that is, those are fighting words. Right? But like, <laughs> I think there are days where we go into it and we're like, I am just over this. Yes, right. Get in the car. But are we looking? Also, are they just having a bad morning? Because they're human too. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your spouse or your children or your coworkers. Yeah. You know, being able to allow grace for that fruit to grow. I like it. So what are we doing this week? This week, we are going to try the family examine that you can find on 52sundays.com. I think it's a beautiful way to come together as a family and think about and reflect on mm-hmm. how has your day been going? Have you been fruitful in these areas? Is there something specific that you want to work on? Mm-hmm. And of course, for your littles, you know, you can start this conversation with like, is there anything you want to tell Jesus you're sorry for? Yeah. So right? I used to do this with my kids when they were little. At bedtime, I would be like, okay, let's take a look back with God. And for those not familiar with the examine, it's reviewing your day with through the lens of God, like allowing God to review your day with you. Um, and so I would ask, like, what was one way you were blessed today? And we always start with the positive because we want them to seek the good, especially especially as they get into those teenage years and the world is falling apart and everything is awful and the world sucks. Oh, yeah. Um, so what was good? What was your blessing today? How are you a blessing today? Because you are good. And then getting into where where might we have not done as good as we could have? Where did we struggle? So I never want it to be like, where did we fail? Um, it, it's more like, where where did we struggle? And then, like, what can you ask God for help with tomorrow so you can do better? Right? Because it's always growth. Yeah. So on the 52sundays.com yes. version, um, which comes from St. Ignatius, yes. um, it talks about what are you grateful for? Mm-hmm. Um, what are you least grateful for? So maybe there was something that really frustrated you today. Uh, how did you show love today? Now, do you put a time limit on the what are you least grateful for? <laughs> I put a time limit on everything. We try to okay. make it like lightning rounds because I have four kids and they would be up oh, all I love it. Oh, I know, right? And then. Right. And, and then, then this thing happened. <laughs> um, and then what is something, um, what, what's a time today where your actions or your behavior um, more negative or were you withheld right. showing love yeah. or kindness and then take a time for everybody to give thanks in yeah. their reflection I like right that a lot. Yeah. yeah it's a really beautiful exercise and you can do this at any age level right it does not it have to take it some time yes. right absolutely because yeah. you can get a lot deeper with the adult examine and really make that a contemplative practice take a half hour and go through all of that and it's a beautiful exercise which I, I enjoy very much oh for sure if you have big kids like look up a full yes. examination of conscience and, and let them do that on their own even yeah. independently my kids have an app for that yeah. on their phone um but but yeah there's there's a ton of options out there if you have um but kids the, who can read independently and who have yeah. really like already been through this habit mm-hmm. they can really enter deeply into it and right. you know it's working when they come out and they're like i need to go to confession right <laughs> and not even just the examination of conscience but just the contemplative action of the examine and walking through your day with god yes yes to be able to breed gratitude to build that that exactly. muscle mm-hmm. 
and to really have contrition but rooted in that sense of grace. So that's it. Family Examine, FamilyExamine.com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope this week is fruitful in love, labor, and leisure, and not just a fruit basket upset. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can reach us at beyondsunday at aod.org. This episode of Beyond Sunday has been sponsored by the Pime Missionary Sponsorships at a Distance program. This school year, become a Pime sponsor to give the gift of an education to a student in an isolated mission country and break the cycle of poverty for a child, youth, person living with disabilities, or seminarian. See how you can support a student in need at pimeusa.org slash 52 sponsorships.